Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with my buddy Ben King to talk about the Ole Miss game that's about to happen and hopefully the slaughtering of the Ole Miss Rebel Black Bear Sharp thingies that they want to be called whatever <laughs> yeah so that's oh, all that's for you they, they're confused and their mascots are confused they complain about our our mascot being confused are you the war eagles are you the tigers or what are you i don't care because they have like 17 mascots i mean i'm exaggerating but you know what i mean <laughs> so here's the thing i know we're gonna play football and everything but my question is when does Abby get out there in a shark suit and we all sing Baby Shark? Oh, good. Ooh. I mean, that has to be on the the play cards for, for Abby this next week. So <laughs> it has to. It has to be. And then I hope the DJ's in on it, too. I hope it's, like, end of the third quarter or something when we're That's up. That's my thought. But, like, four touchdowns, and then everybody just gets into it. And we're like, Baby <laughs> Shark. Da, 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 da. Old Mrs. You gotta do it before Baby all the shark, students da, da, da. leave, though. <laughs> Because, I mean, this is the this is the first game back after four weeks on the road, and there's going to be a lot of parties in Auburn. So you got to maybe, maybe maybe third quarter, is that is that the place to put it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, as long as we're up enough where Ole Miss isn't Or it's just a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I love that. <laughs> All right. So this game is going to be held uh, at 6 p.m. Central Time in Jordan-Hare. This is uh, the beginning streak of our final four games at home. Very excited to be home uh, after having all of October being away games. It sure feels good to come back home. Uh, and I mean, Auburn just seems to be, at some points, for better or for worse, a better team at home. Um, that's, that's something that I'm going to keep holding on to until they prove me otherwise. But that kind of leads me uh, into how much I I want to just dominate Ole Miss because of coming out of the LSU game and uh, doing all right, but we needed to do something more on offense to get things going against LSU. And uh, I think this is an Ole Miss team that we can really move the ball on them. Uh, Ole Miss right now is averaging or allowing uh, – an average of 408 yards a game. So their defense is not good, and I think we can exploit that and really do some do a number on Ole Miss. Uh, right now, Ole Miss uh, is three and five, two and three in the conference. Not great. Uh, they have wins over Missouri and Vandy. Mm. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> Mizzou was terrible, man. <laughs> From a team that could have potentially won the East to being 
the butt of jokes. Just sad. Real sad. Um, I mean, and then you're thinking Kelly Bryant went there for this, like Big dummy. It, to to help out what the like it's probably. I mean, I don't know if it's lowering his draft stock, but it sure seems like it is because probably we'll get into it later. But like he he got taken out of the game. Uh, because he wasn't able to perform well and wasn't able to help Missouri move down the field. Now, he probably just didn't have as many weapons as he did at Clemson, but still. Uh, yeah, LSU, I mean, Ole Miss, is, uh, they've lost uh, four of their last five games. The only game that they've won was against Vandy. So, again, they're, they're not trending upwards for sure. Um, and then right now Auburn's favored by 18.5 points over, uh, over Ole Miss. Uh Auburn right now is holding an eight and or sorry seven and two record over Ole Miss over the last ten years. If we win this game, we could have eight wins out of the last ten years over Ole Miss. Pretty dominant. Um, yep. I'll I'll take it if we get this win, and That's I expect be. we should. <laughs> um, ben, what are you kind of expecting out of this game? Um, out of especially after coming out of this uh, LSU uh, loss. Uh, I expect the team to regroup. The defense will be fantastic. I think the offense finally puts together a good show at home. I think Bo is on fire in this game and that the running game comes alive once again. I hope that, you know, DJ Williams breaks another big one and stays in bounds, goes in for a touchdown. Yeah. I just think we lay the hammer in this game and show that while we have two losses, they're both the top 10 teams. And that when it comes to playing your average foe, we dominate this match. Yeah, and I think this is one. Uh, I mean, we don't want to overlook them because we don't. Uh, but I think it's a, a one of those pretty similar games to like an Arkansas, where I am positive that we can beat Ole Miss. And it, honestly, if we lose this game, it would nah, be a tragedy. Happen. But I, it's I not almost feel happen. like. This is a celebration, right? This is coming home. This is preparation for a bye week. This is just getting to be back on the planes mm-hmm. as a unit, as a team, getting to be back with our fans, getting to not have to be in a hostile environment and just playing the game of football and dominating another team. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't what expect I'm it to be competitive at all. Yeah. I mean,. We we can jump into this already, but at preseason we both had Auburn winning. Shocker, not really, because it is all mess, and uh, they're just coming off probation, so it's just like all right, whatever. Um, but you had us winning by thirty one. I had us winning by twenty one. Right now the lines at eighteen and a half. I I maybe I'm lowballing this, but I think we could potentially be closer to your your prediction of us winning by thirty or more um because that that's just the way this this is kind of like shaping up to be this is a all right we're coming home uh we're getting our fans back into it and getting them ready for uh both georgia and bama uh, in the next three weeks so or four weeks i guess so i mean that that could be our our way of getting us back into the groove um and and we we play better at home like i said it seems to be that uh, whatever it is, I mean, I get hostile environments kind of playing into uh, the false starts, that kind of thing. Uh, but it sure seems like our, our team just feels more comfortable, and it makes sense. But, I mean, I, thankfully we don't have any more away games. 
um, because I'd honestly almost I almost want to test that and see now that we played both at LSU and Florida and lost at both pretty hostile environments, I wanted to see our our team do something more. Um, so I don't know. I guess we won't get to see that until uh, next season, uh, which will be with a different team. But still, yeah, bowl game. Well, yeah, true. But even then, it's kind of like uh, the Oregon game where it's like there's like 50, 60 percent Auburn fans, and it's not like the most hostile environment. Uh, well, right now it's shaping up that if we stay where we're at, we take care of business in a few games. Good chance whoever doesn't make it into the playoff, we play. Yep, true. So it could be a really big matchup. It could be. Um, so let's talk about score predictions. So. Again, preseason, you had us winning by 31. I had us winning by 21. Um, are you going to stick with that, or are you going to change that up a little bit? I'm sticking with it. And, in fact, I say if we don't score on our first five offensive drives, I will be surprised. What? Five drives? Yeah, five drives in a row. I'm writing this one down because that that's pretty bold, man. I just expect the offense to come back into Jordan-Hare and take care of business. All right. I feel like... A lot of the issue has been the road noise, and we're going to come back and have a good week of practice and come and execute. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. Especially against a team that's not very good. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to change mine up a little bit, and uh, I'm going to say that we win uh, by 28 points uh, instead of 21 because I I really do think this team is ready to come out with a fire. And uh, I think we're also finding – people like DJ Williams where we didn't use him he was you know injured at the beginning of the season still a freshman uh and we had Boo Whitlow so we could rely on him but as Booby's getting back to health DJ Williams is a great guy to rely on and I think guys like that you can see how explosive he is and uh he breaks I mean I'm gonna say this is kind of like a side prediction but I'm gonna say he breaks a long one uh on Ole Miss uh to Uh score a touchdown I love it you know he really impressed me like mad in this last game okay in what ways his two explosive plays just his his running ability to break those long runs that's something we haven't seen in quite some time yeah it's very nice i mean we've seen it from uh the quicker guys shiver schwartz uh even that one from cam martin yeah but dj williams runs through the line Mm -hmm. he doesn't run around yeah yeah we've seen it where you run around and that's great because we can you know spread the ball wide and run around guys because we're quick yeah we haven't seen guys run straight up the gut and take it for 45 to 70 yards yeah where he's beating a a safety and probably should have except you know stepped out of bounds yeah (laughs) we've said it multiple times but stay come on stay stay three yards away (laughs) stay near the hashes not near the sideline true um all right let's let's shift to our for this uh Ole Miss game our players to watch offense, defense, special teams, um, on offense to start there. Uh, who are you going to be watching? So I think I know who you're going to watch. So I okay. will pick him. Okay. I'm going to be watching Bo okay. because I think Bo Nix comes back into Jordan hair and the lack of comfortable play that we've seen over the past few weeks where he's been on the road completely turns around. I think he gets it together this week. I think he looks like he did earlier in the season. I think his composure is back in line when he's playing on a home field, and I expect him to have a fantastic game. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And, uh, I mean, 
it's got to be something that I mean, even mid game, Gus even said Bo came over and said something to the extent of uh, Bo knew he wasn't clicking with everybody and he was making bad passes. He overthrew guys. So I know that there's a uh, something in him that says we got to correct this. Um, and this this could be a very good good game to start correcting that, getting those timings that he was missing in the LSU game, change that and uh, get him ready for uh, the gauntlet that is uh, UGA and Bama at the end of the year. Um, the guy and, and maybe you're predicting this was were you alluding to DJ Williams? I was watching. Okay, <laughs> you're correct. Because um, I I think he's he's a guy that we can probably use a lot in um, for the sole sake of. I'm thinking we can we're able to run on Ole Miss a good bit. Um, put up, I mean, if we don't put up like 200 yards on Ole Miss on the ground, I'm probably going to be sad because um, I think we can do that. Um, and then I'm going to say an honorable mention uh, for Anthony Schwartz. I feel like these are the kinds of games where Anthony Schwartz, maybe even Eli Stove and Will Hastings, those kinds of players tend to go off on. So kind of keep your eye on those guys on the periphery for offense. Uh, for defense, Ben, who are you going to be watching? I've got Derek Brown. Okay. Uh, reason being, man's a monster. He has played lights out every single game. It's either him or Marlon Davidson that get the SEC lineman of the week. I think, uh, and that's offensive and defensive, accordingly to SEC Twitter. Yeah. Did you see that last week? We'll, oh, we'll yes, see. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Where he got... He got a SEC defensive lineman, and they said he got SEC offensive lineman. So. Good job. I mean, I guess they thought he's good enough to also get offensive lineman, but I wrong. Mean, I think he's just SEC player of the week, but that's that's fine. I, I think he comes back to form in this game as well. Yeah, he won't get held the whole time because you know there's no one v two with Ole Miss, so <laughs> that'll yeah. never happen. <laughs> so I think he. Uh, he does not get held on every single down and performs like a boss and just comes out and, you know, takes guys to the ground. Yeah, for sure. Um, a guy I'm going to look at that for the defense is going to be Owen Papo. Um, he seems to kind of be every once in a while just making these huge plays. Um, and I think this could be, could again be another big game for him uh, against LSU. He got a sack. I could see him putting some great pressure on um, on Ole Miss this game. So I'll be watching Owen Papo. Four special teams. Who are you going to be watching, Ben? Uh, I'm going to say Christian Tut. Okay. I think Christian Tut, he uh, had a couple weeks there on the road where it was difficult to return some punts. And in the past couple games, he's just been focused on making sure he catches the ball and doesn't let it roll between his legs and True. then turn it over. Yeah. I think in this game, he comes back out to form like we had him earlier in the season, get some good return yardage, and maybe even finally bust one to the house. Bring it. He, he's he been itching, and we have been itching for him to get one of those, and it just hasn't happened yet. Um, the guy I'm going to be looking at, and you may laugh at me for my reasoning, is going to be uh, our, our kicker, Andre Charlson. For the sole sake of continue the field goal streak. And I think we're going to yeah. be kicking a lot of field goals, not really? for three points, but for point after attempts. Ah, yeah, you see what I'm going. Yep, got to yeah. skin. Gotta... What's that streak at now? Like five, five? Yeah, I think <laughs> maybe six. Got to so. extend that streak. <laughs> Keep that streak going, buddy. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's the guy I'm gonna be watching. Um, all right, Ben, let's shift over to one of our favorite segments. Uh, it's the Auburn fan perspective on the SEC. Uh, this this week was uh, a lot of teams ended up having bye weeks. Uh, both uh, what was it? Uh, Florida and Georgia had bye weeks. Um, yep. There are other teams that had bye weeks to do in the SEC. So uh, kind of quiet, but at the same time, there were some some games that I think made some noise. Uh, one of those was Tennessee beating South Carolina 41-21. to 21. Tennessee beat South Carolina. You know what that says to me, Ben? The, it says Georgia's crap. Georgia's loss should be miserable. That, I mean, if we're doing the you know, transitive property or whatever, like... <laughs> That just shows how bad of a UGA loss that was. Like, so bad. They they, they lost to Tennessee, in essence. Which, yep. <laughs> I mean, they lost to South Carolina, too, but that's pretty bad. That should just put them down. And I hope the playoff committee kind of tracks that back if Georgia's coming into, like, the playoff. If they, by chance, end up winning the rest of their games and they're able to make it in the playoffs, I really hope they, they look back at how bad of a loss that South Carolina loss was because that was a miserable one. Um, all right. And then that was even with, I thought that was also interesting. I'm pretty sure Tennessee's down to their third quarter or third string quarterback, uh, which is crazy. Their normal Jarrett uh, Garantamo. Uh, he got injured. He had a broken hand. I think he had surgery on Sunday. So, I mean, for Tennessee to even win that game is just amazing. But uh, that that was one that stuck out, stood out to me. Um, another one was the Kentucky uh, beating Missouri. They, Gosh. Ah, man. Missouri's fall from grace. This, Missouri's last couple games has just been like we, – I mean, we were hi- kind of hyping them up a little bit, what, three well, weeks ago? They were say. the top of the East. Yeah. And now and they just them. dropped. Dropped real hard. Real fast. Only scored seven points against the Kentucky team. Got blown out in that game. And I get, like, there's a downpour and things are just probably not going the way you want to, but wow. Just, that's that's just really bad. And then you you knew what was coming with Kentucky because they still have their third-string quarterback, a.k.a. their wide receiver, converted to quarterback, still in there. You know what's going to happen. He's going to run the ball. He ended up running the ball for 204 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, that's – that's. I mean, that just shows you how bad Missouri's defense is, I guess. Um, and then even Kelly Bryant. I mean, he goes from playing top-level kind of football at Clemson, and then now he's going to play at Missouri, and he actually gets taken out of the game so, because of how poorly he's playing. Here's some things. So we've seen a handful of players that – were at premier schools and transferred this year and they've done okay yeah or fantastic mm-hmm. or like kelly bryant bad mm-hmm. so I'll go through some of those uh alabama's old quarterback that went over to oklahoma yeah looking fantastic up until this last game where he true. lost very true like he, uh, he, he was putting his name out there heisman hopeful He's, he was playing well that was a good move Oh, I agree. I mean, he wasn't going to be getting hardly any play time. I mean, the first game, I see, I could see Jalen getting significant play time 
would be this last game that Alabama played. So you're looking at like seven games of doing hardly anything uh, for Alabama if Jalen yeah. Hurts ended up staying for Bama. And then uh, Georgia, they had two quarterbacks that transferred. One went to UCLA, and he's been okay. The other one, Justin Fields, went to Ohio State. That's a good move. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State's looks complete with him. Then you got Kelly Bryant, who goes to Missouri. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, man? There's <laughs> other places to go. Yeah. Well, it, and even I saw somewhere it, some Auburn fans were like, man, that would have been nice to get him. And I was like, no, I'm glad we didn't get him. You're seeing I'm so why. Glad we didn't get him. I am so glad we didn't get him because that would have brought our team down. That would have um, been terrible. No, no. Where yeah. would we have used him? Not at all. He'd I don't think at bench. all. I mean, he would be. Yeah, he'd be riding the bench more than likely. I mean, thank if you. He for does come in. Auburn. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, so even Justin Fields, it's, it's he's showing how good of a talent he is. And for him to not be used that much in Georgia and now going with a guy like just uh, Jake Fromm, who's not kind of, I mean, he's, he's all right. He's kind of just one of those average quarterbacks, or at least it has been the past couple of games. We'll see how he does against Florida. Mm-hmm. That'll very be true. the make or break for tr- Yeah. Very, very true. I mean, he needs, he needs to prove himself if uh, in this Florida game or else, actually, uh, man, that's a question I got to ask. Okay. So, Florida Georgia plays this week. Yes. Who do we want to win that game? Because mm. here's here's my my issue. Okay. If Florida wins that game, Florida's going to the SEC East in the title game. Yep. And Florida looks like a much better loss that we have because they won the SEC East. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. If UGA wins that game. UGA is on track to go, except they have to get through us. Okay. And then it makes it a much bigger matchup when we play UGA and Jordan-Hare in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Man. Which is the better story? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like, I, I'd obviously want to knock off one of our rivals that only has one loss and be their second loss. But but then again, like, oh, man, I don't know. Like what are, you, what are you leaning towards? Do you have one that you're leaning towards? I've been leaning towards UGA because I want to beat them down. But so UGA winning, I would this this game against Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I would love to, you know, hand Georgia their third loss. True. That would that would just make me happy as a clam. I mean, okay, so I think you just changed my mind with that statement because <laughs> I want to say I want Florida to win this game. I'm because then it too. makes us look good. Yeah. It makes me feel better when we beat Georgia for the third time and say bye-bye to your playoffs hopes. Uh, your coach isn't as good as he thinks he is. Your quarterback isn't as good as you think he is. Your run game isn't as good as you, you think it is. And we just beat them. How great would yeah. be? No, and they'd have nothing to play for. Yeah, I like it. I like okay. it. All right. You just changed Trump, my mind Trump. with that one statement. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, also... Ole Miss took the week off to, you know, pad their pants for a, a butt kicking this weekend. So I hope they got their uh, extra durable pads on. And then this next week, uh, there's going to be some good games. This this will be a fun one. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. Um, any other SEC games that stood out to you? Uh, you know, I was intrigued at least a little bit to see how Alabama would perform. 
against an Arkansas team that we just annihilated. Yeah. And with Tua being out and them having their backup quarterback, he looked not very good in the mm-hmm. game where Tua went out against Tennessee. But they did fantastic. I didn't watch any of the game because they didn't care. But looking at the numbers, didn't miss a beat. Yeah, exactly. So it just shows I don't think Tua is all that amazing. I think it's just the amount of talent that's there at the wide receiver position and that team in general. Well, I mean, do, does that mean that that kind of like – I mean, that from my perspective, that would kind of downgrade his Heisman. Agreed. Uh, his Heisman candidacy. Yeah. I mean, not only I does think... he, is he hurt and he's not able to play for, you know, probably one, I mean, he's maybe two, three games. We'll see when he ends up coming back. But then you also, you have a backup quarterback that's obviously not as, as talented uh, in Mac Jones. And he's able to put up 235 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, that that's just kind of interesting to me. Like that just kind of proves to me that Alabama is, is the system. It's their wide receivers talent. And it's not necessarily as much on how good Tua is. I yeah, you've got a you got a lot of Heisman candidates that took back seats this past week, either losing games or you know being injured and then having their backups look just as good as they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now I think maybe Oregon's quarterback is back near the top. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, for sure. A team that uh, Auburn beat, by the way. Just reminding everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ben, anything else uh, before we go? Um, any other final thoughts on uh, playing Ole Miss uh, this next week uh, or any other topics you want to talk about? No, it'll be good to be home. It'll be good to, you know, see Auburn play a complete game again, see the, the play calling, hopefully get much, much uh, more confident when it comes to execution. I'm excited for a, a good home win and then a – good bye week as we get ready for the final few games in Jordan Hare. Yeah, for sure. This is going to be a good time to come back home, uh, play in front of our crowd, and uh, get re-energized, heal up, uh, and get ready for uh, the the home stretch uh, that is Georgia and Bama. This will be the last time, guys. Soak it in that we play Georgia and Bama at the end of the season. Uh, because true. next season, you know, we kind of break that up, play Georgia mid-season, and then and LSU. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Amen <laughs> Corner becomes LSU and Alabama, the two yeah, toughest so teams just, in the West. It just changes it up, makes it and, worse. Uh, man, <laughs> it's ridiculous. From bad to it worse, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, ben, before we go, do you want to give them your social media so they can stay in contact with you? Yeah, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at b e n k one n g, and on Twitter for football game days at Captain Plainsman. And then you can find me on Twitter as well at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?